We're about to ask our regular financial commentator, Jeffrey Halley, about our prospects heading into the summer holidays when, with any luck, we cannot worry about the economy for a while, except insofar as it impinges on our ability to use our credit cards and generally afford things this Christmas. And for many people, that's not a given at all. Kia ora, Jeffrey. Hello, Jim. Wonderful to be here. Nice to talk with you again. Inflation's on the run globally. But New Zealand can look forward to continuing high interest rates and GDP growth of only 1% in 2024, latest I saw. Trading activity slowed manufacturing and construction a week. Is that how you see it? I certainly believe that New Zealand does have some challenges. And I think if this China slowdown continues into 2024, and the the market really is quite evenly split on the trajectory of China in 2024, we all can see the slow-moving train wreck that is their property market at the moment. If that market slows, then some of our key export sectors are going to to, to suffer. So on the on the plus side of that one, um, we've seen energy prices come down quite strongly uh, this week despite OPEC uh, continuing to try and uh, tighten supply. And the US economy, although perhaps job growth slowing it's still doing very very well uh, Europe's still ticking on as well so I mean it's not all bad news I, 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 I believe that we are going to see a slowdown internationally I think we are going to see a challenging environment in 2024 but I'm certainly not picking that we're going to be into a full-blown recession I, I still think though that there's some adjustment to go in New Zealand after this uh, COVID, COVID-19 boom it was always said with getting inflation down that we risk the cure being worse than the disease, you know, with growth stalling. Could it be that the Reserve Bank won't be able to hold the line? Well, the incoming government's actually going to change the Reserve Bank mandate, aren't they? From my understanding is they're going to remove that uh, employment uh, yeah. employment part of it and, and, and go back to the original mandate, which is to concentrate solely on inflation. And in and, and that environment, I would think, it's actually even more likely that the Reserve Bank will um, continue to hold the line, even if the economy slows. I think I've said in some of our interviews in the past, there's no easy way out of this situation. There's no painless way. There will be a headache. There will be a hangover. There will be pain because you can't put the economy into that highly inflationary situation and then just put it back in the bottle without actually putting a few kidney punches in with monetary policy, unfortunately. Well, we have a housing uptick thanks to inward migration. Um, The Reserve Bank's view of all this seems more pessimistic than certain players in the market are saying. You told us last time that there's a new normal for interest rates. We won't get back to the halcyon days of 2-point-something percent mortgages. And won't rising house prices only delay getting inflation down? Unfortunately, yes, which is why I think the the, the uh, Reserve Bank in their latest uh, monetary policy statement signalled that rates, even though they may not be going up, they're not coming down anytime soon. And their only their own predictions, I think, indicate cuts only starting towards the end of next year. We saw the same thing coming from the Federal Reserve uh, Chairman Jerome Powell with regards to interest rates. There now, the markets are ignoring. Jerome Powell uh, over in the States and 
they're picking an immediate set of cuts into early next year. And that's why we've seen stock markets and cryptos and everything rallying so aggressively. But I think there is a strong risk that the market gets it wrong here. The proportion where we are of home loans and arrears is climbing. The New Zealand Herald reports there's been a 25% increase year on year. At what point do these ongoing interest rates that people can't cope with start to damage the economy too much, though? Well, I think the headline number was what something like 19,000. So when they said 25%, they've basically said that they've gone up by 4,000, 5,000 uh, mortgages year on year. So I thought that headline was just a little bit uh, misleading. You know, 19,000 is not a good number. You could argue it's, it's early days, anywhere. though. You could argue it's early days, though. Yeah, you? correct. I think we need to see the trajectory of what those increases are. If it's 100,000, by the end of you know by the end of June next year, then yeah, New Zealand does have an issue. I think there's already been a lot of damage to the economy since COVID, and by the fact that you know they've let inflation get completely out of control and government spending get out of control, and this is the headache that we're trying to swallow at the moment. A few more things to throw at you. JP Morgan's predicting the US share market to tumble next year. US household savings are depleting rapidly. The money withdrawn early from KiwiSaver funds has doubled compared with a year ago. I don't know off what base. Our sheep and meat exports were down 31% year on year in September because of what you talked about, the economic slowdown in China. And in this past week, I saw New Zealand being called a nation of potholes. We seem to need so much money um, spent to fix infrastructure and, of course, social services. So how would you sum up our our prospects, even if there's not going to be a recession? How's NZ Inc. looking? I think it'll really depend on the policies that the incoming government enact and how they how they impact uh, the, the economy. I don't actually think that the incoming government has a lot of wiggle room fiscally uh, to, to do much anyway. So I'm not expecting any sort of fireworks from, from that side uh, as it is. I think it's easy to be drawn into negativity when you see these headlines. Um, yeah, people are doing it hard at the moment. But I think part of this is that we just haven't had a slowdown since sort of the, 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 the financial crisis. I think people have forgotten what economic cycles alike and that they you know, some days some years are good and some years are not so good so I, I New Zealand has its challenges but with, look when you look globally our challenges are nothing as bad as a lot of the challenges that a lot of developed nations and much bigger economies are having uh, around the world there's also a lot of things that we can't predict is China going to go into a recession will this Ukraine war spread is something going to happen in the Middle East will uh, oil prices explode because of that the u.s election in october or november next year are we seeing trump are we seeing biden again we can't predict this stuff we just have to manage those things as they pop up so when we raise a glass at christmas time uh, we may as well look at it as being half full not half empty yeah and i think we you know new zealand's a wonderful country and maybe we just need to concentrate on the good things that we have in New Zealand that many other parts of the world don't. And, uh, you know, we might be doing it a little bit tough at the moment. But as I said, in the international context, we're still a magnificently wonderful place to be living. 
Lovely to talk to you as always, Jeffrey. Have a lovely Christmas up there uh, where you are, and thanks for giving us your time this year. Always a pleasure, and uh, a Merry Christmas to to everybody uh, out there today.